right, we're live. Welcome back. Hey. Hey. Yo. Hello. Hi. Happy Happy post Valentine's Day. Happy post Valentine's yeah. Day. Did you guys do anything for Valentine's <laughs> Day? <laughs> God, fuck no. <laughs> no. <clears throat> we tried to. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to, and then uh, our cat went missing on the oh, yeah, day that we had all of our plans on. I saw you posting about that on Twitter. You want to want to tell everyone what was going on, or? Yeah, so the night of the 12th, Bagel went out like he normally does. And then I had to go find him to get him back in. And he never showed up. And so I went around the neighborhood a number of times. And I couldn't find him. He was just straight up missing. I stayed up till like 7 a.m. trying to find him. Ish. And then Reese got up at some point, I think a little bit earlier than that, and stayed up. She started going around trying to find him. We started rotating off who was sleeping for like 90-minute chunks. And Yikes. we just we never found him. We never found him. We looked, looked around in the daytime, couldn't find anything, no, for, no struggle, no cat, nothing. So we called all the vets we could find, like called everyone in the area in case he got brought in because he got picked up once before. So we're like, maybe it happened again. Who knows? Yeah. No, nothing. So we had originally planned all our stuff to do on, on the 13th, and we had to scrap it all because we're like, we're too distraught. Like, what's going on with the cat? So, like, the 14th, we get up again. Nothing. No cat still. So we, Reese whips up a poster, one of those, like, pet missing ones. Yeah. We go get it printed. We go canvas our entire neighborhood. And we're freaking out because Bagel is very good about leaving and then coming back. Like, he, he definitely knows where home is. He definitely knows not to go too far. So this is super out of character for him. So we're thinking, like, either, like, uh, some Samaritan picked him up and kept him in the house, and that's why he hasn't showed up, or something bad happened. So we're starting to, like, yeah, two like days in, we're starting. Yeah, a car hit, it, yeah. hit him or something. Yeah. <clears throat> we're at the, okay, it's been two days. We're starting to think the worst. So we get home from putting up posters everywhere around the neighborhood, open the door in the garage to go into the house, and then Reese lets out the biggest gasp I've ever heard. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, he's at the back door. She just runs, lets him in. I walk in the house. I fucking like break down crying because I literally thought he was like beginning to think he was dead. Right. He just fucking trots in like nothing's up. Like he's like, yeah, hey, how's it going? How's what's the weather like these days? It was minus 16. Yeah, that's pretty rough. So not not good cat weather. Yep. So we like I said, like we were like super worried. He was frozen to death because I have frostbite. No, he was like basically fine. He yes. uh, he messed he messed up his foot. We don't know how our guess is he climbed a tree and that's where he was the entire two days. Um. But like his, he ripped out one of his claws. The rest of his back claws were damaged. But yeah, like he otherwise trotted in and was like, "Hey, I'm hungry. <laughs> Can I have some food? Okay, I'm gonna go sleep for like 12 hours." Er. So we brought him to the vet, got him checked up. He also had an ear infection we weren't aware of. So like he's on a bunch of meds and stuff. But he is now permanently not being allowed outside anymore because we cannot take that ever again. Because I was just about shit. to ask: Is it? Are you going to stop letting him be an outdoor cat? <clears throat> oh yeah, no, no, no. After that, fuck that. Never yeah. again. Yeah. If we can help it, never again. Well, I mean, it's a happy ending at least, so that's good. It is a happy ending. We were like, oh, thank God, happy Valentine's Day, babe. 
So did you guys oh, yeah, like re to... replan or reschedule your plans or anything? Yeah, we we were gonna like we were gonna go out to dinner and then we were gonna go have like a uh, we were just relax on the couch and watch like a show together. And instead, we were just like, okay, well, now that the cat's here, now we can watch the show, and then next week we'll go out for that dinner we were supposed to do. Nice. So we rescheduled everything as best we could. <clears throat> and Paul, you said you did nothing for Valentine's Day? No, nah, there's nothing special about Valentine's Day. We go out on regular dates. We hang out all the time. Valentine's Day is just another day. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, more, I'm pretty similar to that one. Don't really do much for Valentine's Day. So nothing over on this end specifically on the day too it's just like a hassle because that's the day oh dude the it's day sucks to get it's yeah. the worst yeah so yeah. like it's the all, day, like of, it's day before like, after is way better yeah so the we'll times we have to dinner this weekend and that'll be a thing i guess yeah the times we have done it it's it's never on the day um no also because it's usually like in the middle of the week and it's like it's just easier to go out on a weekend so yeah, that and yeah. Mother's Day. Like, I've tried before to do things on those days, and it's fucking impossible if you hadn't oh. booked, like, months in advance. So okay. I, I don't bother anymore. Yeah, I'm nowhere near my mom, so it's a long time since I've, like, done something in person Mother's Day related. Usually it's just sending up a card in the mail. Sure. But I could see that, for sure. Yeah. Um. Well, with that said... Let's do some video game talk because this is the top nine perspective for February 15th. And I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. And uh, John, did you play anything you want to talk about? I sure didn't. Okay. The, Paul, the only thing I got I can talk about is Adam's Family Values for the SNES. And I don't know if you want to hear about that. So I do, actually. Let's talk about sure. it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, actually? All right, fine. Fuck. Yeah. Call me out on the spot. <laughs> only if you want to. Sure. Uh, that's my game clearing game for currently for stream is Adam's Family Values for the SNES. It is it's a Zelda. It is a yeah. top down Zelda game where you play as Uncle Fester. Is any it, good? <laughs> it's it's actually all right. I think okay. it's neat, but it's definitely one of those ones where you need a guide because shit is confusing. You mm. do get a, a map if you talk to the right NPC, but the map is not the most helpful. It'll like give you symbols to show like, hey, this room has like a staircase to go to a dungeon or like another zone. But also one square on the map might represent four squares. So it's not the most helpful. Thankfully, there's like VG Maps has the entire game mapped out already. So if you if you think you get lost, just go look at those. Sure. But yeah. uh, my, my biggest gripe with the game, this is a game I used to play as a kid because I borrowed it off a friend all the time. Okay. My biggest gripe is that your attack strength and range is dictated by your health. The more hits you take, oh. the weaker your shot becomes and the less range you have. That, right. make, that makes okay. sense. I could see that. Who do you play? It makes at? sense, but like think about it. Like you've only got like, you're on your last heart and like your range is basically right in front of you. No, I mean from like a gameplay perspective, it's like you're getting weaker. Let's make it harder, which is not ideal. But just from like a yeah. realistic sense, like from a realistic game. sense, yeah, it makes perfect yeah. sense. But like yeah. gameplay wise, it kind of bites. Sure. And yeah. another frustrating thing is like uh, you're shooting out of your right hand, um, which doesn't matter if you're looking left or right. But if you're facing up or down, it is off center. Like when you look left or right, they center it. But when it's up or down, it's it's definitely coming out of the right hand. So there's like. Oh, I see. Em okay. Empty space to your left anytime you're facing. So you've like, it's very easy for an enemy to just kind of walk up and get you because you couldn't defend that part of your body. 
Who are you playing as? Fester. Fester. Uh, Uncle Fester. Fester. What do you mean shooting out of your right hand? Does he have a gun? He he literally shoots electricity out of his hand. Is that a thing? I don't remember that. He he is like eh. he has a bunch of like electricity things. Like he doesn't really shoot it out of his hands per se, but like he like he'll like put a light bulb in his mouth and it'll light up stuff like that. Yeah, that's what, I guess I remember that yeah. the light bulb in the mouth. So I guess they just kind of expanded off that. Or does he do more electricity electricity stuff in like the show and movies that I didn't just forget? Uh, I think it's just they expanded off of it. Okay. I don't. I think it's a neat game. Uh, it's got a lot of backtracking, unfortunately, but like it's like the dialogue's kind of funny. Um, you wander around. There's like a lot of hidden secrets and stuff like that. I've been having a good time with it. So I do recommend if you want like a Zelda like, but maybe either get a guide up or get a map up. I also don't yeah. recall like there being like enemies in the show. I guess regular people or something. They're just like, like, who are you they're fighting? Just random monsters. They just made a bunch of random monsters. Just a monster. Oh, okay. It's based you, off the second movie, so the main villain is the villain of that movie. Okay. But it's also apparently, like, a sequel to the movie, which is also confusing, considering how the movie ends. I don't know if I've seen this movie. Oh. I watched the show. That's that's the majority of my Adam's family. <clears throat> yeah, oh, this, is the, okay. this is the Raul Julia era. Adam's oh, God, family. he was so good. So he good. was so good in that. They were all really good. Those movies are incredibly good. Yeah. We're playing as there good was, old Christopher Lloyd. There was a weird time there where there was just a bunch of Adam's Family's games coming out, like Fester's Quest on the NES. I think there was Pugley's, like, fucking whatever. Pugsley's uh, Scavenger Hunt. The 2D, like, platforming type game that was totally mediocre, if not kind of bad. Like, yeah, there was a bunch of stuff that came out, and then nobody cared anymore <laughs> after that. Yeah, there's like there's like three Adams Family games on the SNES, and, yeah. and they're all different games. It's wild. Did Wednesday yeah. get a game? No. You like Maybe she's now. one of the more iconic members of the family. She's uh, definitely one I, of the more popular ones, especially now. But I think back now, then, definitely. No. Yeah. Yeah. I would have just thought like way more popular than Pugsley. Well, I mean, admittedly, I yeah, kind of surprising. <laughs> I'm surprised Pugsley got something, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not surprised about Fester. Fester's been in a bunch of stuff, so. Fester, sure, I, I could see that to one. To the point where he's almost like the mascot, I think, back in the 90s. Of the Wouldn't that, well, no, the thing would have been the mascot, right? Yeah, thing. L- like a hand, yeah, sure. Cousin It? Like, these are, like, iconic. I yeah, mean, cousin I it, Cousin It gives you your passwords in this game. Okay. Okay. Great. Good. Yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Is Lurch in there at all? I have not found Lurch yet, but I assume he's in the game somewhere. I hope so. I've found basically yeah. every family member except for Lurch. Oh, there was like an animated Adam's Family movie recently, right? Uh, yeah. I think I watched that around, and it's around bad. the same time Wednesday started. Twenty no no, because Wednesday was like last year. This one was twenty nineteen. Didn't You're they do right. two of those? The, the CG animated one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm talking I do about. Remember. Um, Are there two I, CG animated ones now? There's I two. Yeah. Is there two? I wonder if I've seen yeah, both. Yeah, one came I've out in 2021. The... Oh, okay. I don't Maybe know if I've seen I that one. Of. I think I saw the first one. And it's I heard they're all right. Yeah, they don't Yeah, I haven't two. seen I don't them. I think I saw that one. Anyway. Yeah, they're probably good. Yeah, that's basically all I've played. 
Okay, Paul, you're up. Uh, all right. Uh, one question I had, John. I remember you talking a while back about playing through all of uh, Dragon's Crown. Did you do all of Dragon's Crown, including the final difficulty, or where did you um, start? I don't remember if we did all three loops or not. Okay. I think I know we did at least loop one, and I thought we did loop yeah. two. Sure. The reason I'm asking is because did you play pro or the original? <laughs> pro. Pro. I wa- I was curious if you had experience with that final, not infernal difficulty, but like the final difficulty that apparently one shots you all the time, no matter what you do. I was wondering. No, like how never touch that. Never touch. Okay. That. Okay. I don't think I'm going to either. We're playing through that, that like pretty regularly. And like, yeah, I think we're going to stop at that point. But I was wondering how bad it was if you did it. No, nah, dude, like I played as Amazon. You don't fucking block in that game. <laughs> You spin yeah. to win. Yeah, I play a sorceress, so I just die. Um, all right, <laughs> so uh, I'll talk about the game we didn't both play uh, first, I guess. I, played I am Banishers. super curious about this one. I played Banisher's Ghosts of New Eden. This is the new Don't Nod game that came yeah. out this Tuesday. Oh, wow. Uh, so I'm only about three hours in. I played it when it came out. Uh, that game has an incredibly slow beginning, but it started to pick up kind of where I left off. So I'm excited to get back into it. It's kind of cool, though. It's like a semi open world game, but like the story stuff is and like the voice acting and stuff like that is very good. It's pretty good. Uh, so I'm intrigued to see where it goes. And I really like the morality thing that they're doing. So the basic idea is that you are these people called banishers. And in this world, they go around and they're just ghostbusters. Essentially, they go in, they kill ghosts or get rid of them, banish them away from this plane of existence. I think their motto is literally death to the dead or whatever. But there's been like kind of fun little things I've been reading around the world and the way people some people talk about stuff where like, banishers are kind of shitty and like just like they are so i think one thing describes them as they're like a hammer and to a hammer everything is a nail or whatever and like that's all they do is they banish the dead when there's like witches also in this world and they kind of understand more like oh, nuances about okay so hang on let me, let me make a guess so mind. they see the world very binary but then they're gonna meet someone where it's like hey not everything is black and white and they're well, gonna have like a crisis of faith no that's the thing is that like that is part of the story that they've shown is that you play as the character that dies in the beginning and becomes the ghost character or whatever you play as her and she is very much like the old school traditional please don't no, bust ghosts, me. Need, ghosts need to die sort of thing. And the guy that she's with her partner or whatever is like, I don't know, maybe like instead of banishing our best friend that we've loved for years into the, the ether or whatever, because he died, maybe we could just like send him to heaven. And she's like, no, nah, he's got to die or like, it's so <laughs> stupid. And then of course, like two minutes later, she dies and then the game starts and it's like, Oh, okay. Now there's this like, now she's like, Oh, maybe, maybe we keep me alive. Maybe there's a way to resurrect me. I don't know. Like, <laughs> so that part of it is kind of like, fuck you, kind of. <laughs> like, you're, you don't get, you shouldn't get like any quality of life stuff going on here now that you're dead. But the other part of me that plays video games is like, 
everybody's going to be talking about the like path where you do the right thing. I'm going to do the fucked up thing and see where this goes. So I've been having fun kind of. Oh, is there multiple endings? I'm assuming there is because you're given the choice right basically at the beginning of there's probably there might be a way to resurrect her and like bring her back from the dead. But it would require you doing weird shit or you can like set her soul like to peace or whatever and ascend her um but like it's gonna depend on the actions you choose think of it like the light side and dark side of the forest stuff maybe from kodor or whatever morality choices and i'm definitely going the like let's do the fucked up thing and see what happens there uh so i'm excited good for you i i would not be able to do that um this is an action game right it is yeah pretty basic in the way the combat feels so far but it does have skill tree stuff so i'm assuming it'll get better as i unlock more things i mean just like the fact that that combat is is not totally foreign to don't nod but it is definitely like not their wheelhouse they have like i'm just kind of looking at the list of games they've developed and it is for the most part like adventure games visual novels they do have remember me and vampire on here which are also action games i guess and i guess Mm -hmm. jusant but that's a very like slow calm action game but it is just something like it that it seems completely kind of out of their wheelhouse which is why like i'm so curious about it you can tell too because the the combat doesn't feel weighty or like satisfying in the way that you're used to in like normal games like an assassin's creed or something or a rocksteady game like it definitely feels like people took a stab at an action game combat wise that aren't fully like we haven't been doing this for 20 years sort of thing. It's fine and it's serviceable, but the, it's lacking the punch that I think you would probably expect most combat to have in games these days. And I don't know what it is, if it's just like bad sound design or like they're not doing like enough slow-mo before a big hit or something. But there's something that feels almost indie-ish about how the combat plays. Is it at least excelling in in the narrative and storytelling that they're known for? So far, yeah, so far that stuff is very good. The switching between characters thing is very good. It's on the fly, like you're walking around the world and you switch to the ghost character to kind of see like the ghost version of the world and to see some things that are hidden from like the living site or whatever that the ghosts like hide from them or whatever. And when you go into like, you just like push Y on a controller on the controller or whatever, and it switches between their perspectives instantly. And the whole world kind of changes in color and like vibe and stuff. It's very, very cool. There's a lot of very cool exploration and like finding out what's going on here thing. I did my first haunting, uh, which is going to be, I think the core side mechanic that kind of determines your ending. It seems where you are literally just like, finding a scenario where a person is being haunted by a ghost doing a little bit of detective work by looking around and reading stuff to see why this situation happened the way it is and then making a decision on if you're going to help the ghost or if you're going to do your own thing or whatever that seems to kind of be what it's going to be going forward and that part is very very cool it's kind of like little side stories happening in this world that you're kind of taking on but the grand narrative is that you're trying to get back to your partner's body where she was killed because that's where you'll eventually make the choice if you want to what you want to do with her soul or something but you can't do it without the thing that ties her soul to this 
mortal realm and that's like at the place where you fought the big boss and lost at the beginning and now you're kind of working your way through the world to get back there so i don't know i don't know where it's gonna go but the story stuff definitely is so far the reason to play this because all of the action gameplay stuff seems like serviceable but mediocre in a way that's not intriguing necessarily it's not bad but like it's obviously not the thing they do or excel at, right? So, I hope this does well. No one's talking about it, which is a bummer. But I'm I'm just a big fan of that studio. So, yeah, yeah, I'll report back as I get further in it. But uh, it's it's so far pretty good. Like I said, it has a really long opening. It took like about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending how fast you go through like the stuff in the world until you see the uh, title card. Like the intro is pretty long and drawn out so uh it started opening up quite a bit after that though after the thing happens that kind of starts the game so far so good though so far so good um the second game that i'll talk about is i've been playing hell divers too and i see that you have also yeah like enough people were playing it where i was like i'm clearly missing out if i'm not playing this game Mm-hmm. So let's try it out. And I had to, I had to go down a journey of like, where am I going to play this game? Cause so it's on PlayStation and it's on steam. And I was like, well, Great. it'll look best on PlayStation, but Sony is still the only company that will not let you change your region. So if I want to play it on PlayStation, I have to use my Canadian bank account, which I hate using down here. Cause that's just oh. a hassle. And it would require me to yeah. subscribe to PlayStation plus so I can play with other people. So that's like an additional, uh, right. cost on top of that and also if it's if i'm not getting it on the pc it's just going to be more expensive in general right but my pc will not run it anywhere near as nicely as the ps5 so that was kind of the trade-off right and i was okay. like i was like yeah. well maybe i'll just kind of wait and see what happens and then like that week like later that weekend the other the other thing that was not great was it was not running on steam deck mm. um but then something happened over the weekend where valve did some magic wizardry and it's it now does function on steam deck so i bought it on pc so that i didn't have to jump through hoops and pay basically twice the price Um, right so i'm playing it on steam deck it looks fine enough it runs fine enough uh based on videos i'm seeing on like twitter and stuff i'm definitely like getting an inferior version but i'm playing the game i'm I'm getting like you know 80 percent of the the visual quality and that's fine enough for me sure uh so hell divers is basically like you go into a mission in this war against a bunch of um alien creatures like starship troopers it is it's starship troopers in terms of like thematics and like vibe and tone it's a lot of people like yeah we need to protect super earth and you're you're fighting bugs and shouting stuff like taste this democracy and it's it's yes. very good. It's it is really funny. Like the writing is yeah. very um, like on the nose, very tongue in cheek. It's very funny when you're fighting these bugs. Yeah, it's really, really good. The way it plays is kind of like, I don't know, just like a left for dead or something where you go in as a group. You have an objective that you need to do on this map and like some side stuff you can also do. You do the objective and you get out and you're being attacked by swarms at the end, essentially, until you're your ship comes in to pick you back up there. They do a lot of really uh, fun stuff. I really like the 
idea that there's this global scale war thing and anytime you do a mission you're doing like 0.0001 percent of the initiative so you're seeing in real time just like thousands of people make that percentage go up as more and more people are doing yeah just just to expand on that when he means like global scale it's it's everyone who's playing the game is like working towards a shared goal and i think there's even like a reward if you like if we all finish it in time and then they'll yeah. like move on to like the next planet or whatever. Yeah. So when when you do finish a match, it's like, congrats, you've increased a, like, you, you know, you've pushed back the threat by like a one thousandth of a percent. <laughs> yeah, a marginal Jeez. percent. It's so tiny. <laughs> but what's also very cool is that to choose your mission, you go to the map, the hollow map or whatever, and you kind of like see an outline of the area that you're looking at for like missions you could do. And you'll, you'll choose an area and then you'll choose like a mission in that area. And then your ship like that you are on your lobby or whatever will actually physically move to that area. It'll like jump to that area of the world or whatever. It's just cool little details like that in the background that speaking of ship, what's what did you name your ship? Um, the something of family values. Something like I, I that. totally forgot mine. I, I knew I was going to ask this question. I'm going to try and load up the game so I can get you the name of it. I do love that the, <laughs> you can name your ship something pretty goofy all the time. Yeah, so it I'll does get, the I'll thing the of, in a minute. it'll have like a bunch of adjectives on one side and then another bunch on the other side. Adjectives and nouns, I should say. And you can just kind of mix and match uh, you can choose. You can change that on the fly as well, yeah. like later on. But mine's um, what is it like? Arbiter of family values or something like that. I don't know. I just chose two <laughs> random things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other big mechanic I think is really interesting and really fun in this game is they have this weird mechanic where you can call down different supplies and weapon special weaponry that's basically you punching in a combo and then like activating this orb to do different things and i think that shit is really really fun and cool even though it can get a little weird and sometimes maybe people accidentally kill you if they're not if you don't recognize they're calling in like an airstrike or an orbital laser to just the friendly fire is definitely like half the jokes in this game where it'll just be like 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 one of the things you can call down is just like a minefield like it just shoots out mines over the course of like three seconds and if if you don't call that out or someone doesn't notice it your teammate can just run over towards you and then they just get obliterated but you can like call people back in and it there are some really like tense moments where it's like oh shit all three people are dead i need to stop fighting these bugs and like get a respawn beacon go because we're about to lose um I like I, that. I though. just looked like, up I, my ship and it's the superintendent of midnight. Superintendent of midnight is good. That's, <laughs> that's good. a good one. Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um I I think that's why I like that system though, because yes, you are being swarmed. Three of your partners are dead, and now you're just like with this janky orb thing. It's like, okay, uh uh up, down, right, left. Oh shit, I fucked it up. Up, up, I, down, right. Yeah. Like <laughs> I did I did want to expand because when you were talking about the codes is it's such a like video game ass video game yeah. thing of like you need to put in this like 
eight digit like d-pad code and it's like dude you not understand there's like a thousand bugs running at me right now and you want me to type how many things and you're just like okay up down gotta go fast shit fuck up down (laughs) like it's it's very good i do like that once you lock it in as long as you don't change away from it it's locked in so like you can lock in an orbital strike as you're running up to like a thing or whatever and you don't have to kind of fuss with it you can just like throw it when you're in range or whatever like it's good but it is the right type of stupid that when you are being swarmed and stressed it is so much harder to deal yeah, with like for it's, no it's reason. just it's like just difficult enough like like the combination of stuff you have to do with your fingers that it's like if you're in the middle of a firefight it's like this is why would you do this just let me press like one button <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's really really good and the fact that it's the catch-all like you have your primary weapon, your secondary weapon, your sidearm or whatever. You have a third weapon slot for uh, special weaponry that you can call in and find in the field. And then this fucking orb that does literally everything else, depending on the combo you put in to it. And I think that's just great. That's really fun. Yeah, I uh, want to say yeah. the game also like looks really good. Like they they put a real yeah. emphasis on like weather mechanics in this where sometimes yeah. it is so hard to see what is going on because there's just like a crazy storm like it is raining so much and it's like this is really making it difficult like the ga- the game looks good they make it like tense in a fun way the the gunplay feels really good when you are like shooting yeah. these bugs and whatnot and then all the while these people are shouting about like yeah we need to protect democracy and super earth and taste freedom and like it's it is striking such a good balance it's it's just like really fun i also wanted to shout out it's 40 dollars, so like good for them they i was i was reading some developer comments it comes with a free battle pass you can get an upgraded battle pass um but from what i understand you can kind of get enough currency in the free battle pass to just buy the upgraded one like it's it's you actually don't feel like you're missing out too much by not going for the upsell and some of the unlocks in, in, I just have the free one in the, in the free battle pass are pretty good. Like you get finger guns pretty early on and I don't know yeah, why you, you would do. ever not have finger guns. Cause when you come back from a mission and people are just like, hell yeah. And then you're in the background, just like firing off finger guns. Like yep. it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I really like the developers attitudes in general too. Like, I've been reading a bunch of stuff just because I follow a bunch of people that have been playing it or whatever. And one person was saying on their site, it like has a quote from them saying like a game made for everyone is a game made for no one. And they're like, no, we're not going to do PVP. We have a very clear idea of what we want to do or whatever. Um, something about how somebody asks, is this pay to win? And one of the developers is like kind of in the way that like you can buy the revolver or whatever. And it's pretty sick looking and it is it has like this cool reload animation. But he's like, the downside is that it kind of sucks or whatever. So it's like, yeah, you can pay to like look cool in this game. But that's like literally basically. Oh, it. I think you actually do really look cool. Like I I love that they everyone is wearing a cape. <laughs> like, I don't know why you would. Your training, like, your training is to don your cape. You have to the put tutorials the cape on like you training. have to earn and, your cape. And it's like, it's like, why do these people like they they look like kind of like warhammer like like big mech people right and it's like why the hell would they even need a cape but it's like yeah. i absolutely want a cape and then you can customize the cape yeah it's oh, I, it's very I, good like it is just very fun 
And they're doing the good battle, pa- like you said, the good battle pass thing of like you have a level that you're on and you can unlock with like the tokens you earn playing the game or whatever. And those will they've said all that stuff will like last in perpetuity from now on. So if you unlock it, you always have it and it's not going to go out. The battle passes aren't going to go away, apparently, because they don't like FOMO. Uh, yeah, like a lot of really cool ideas. They're in this kind of sweet spot, too, where their servers have been having some troubles here and there, but they're pretty stable most of the time. Uh, their matchmaking's a little shitty, uh, but I think they're kind of expecting that most people are going to have at least one or two other people to play with, and then they'll find a couple people. I've had a lot of matchmaking errors just trying to jump into a group, yeah. but um, I'm guessing that's also because a lot of people are playing this with a full stack already, and it's hard to find groups to play with every now and they, then they've had a crazy number of of players like i said that was kind of one of the things that like really drew me over the weekend was it was just like breaking yeah. numbers on steam and i was like i i guess i need to really try this out um and yeah you know, i'm definitely glad i did but yeah matchmaking i it, sometimes it, i definitely struggled to get in there i i was hearing that the cross play was a bit broken so people were like you know turn that off and maybe turn that on blah 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 oh i think it's working okay. better now i haven't tried that I'll try that. I think it's working fine now because my I've turned it back on and I haven't had it as much of an issue as before. Okay. Um, cool. I basically when I'm like I, that, my one knock is I don't think this game is very fun when you're by yourself. Um, uh, it's not even really the, I was playing with one other person like my buddy. It's kind of not even fun with one other person. Like it's pretty tuned to four people for some of the bugs that you have to fight. They're two bullets. I've played with one other. It was it was early on. So there was less stuff to do. But I do think like it just exponentially gets better as you bring more people in because the chaos um, factor just goes up with like now there's like three people calling down orbital shots and nonsense like that and. So the, like, so I, when I play it, I basically just go in and immediately just hit quick play. Like, I don't even care what I'm doing. Yeah. I just want to like get into like any match. And that usually gets me with like usually at least two other people. They they will also add more people into the match mid match, which is pretty great. So if you like go yeah. in as a group of three, a fourth person can join halfway through. And that's super nice as well. Yeah, I guess like I'll throw a call out to people listening. If you want to play, hit me up. Like I, I have two people right now on my friends list that will be re- pretty regular so i if we can find a fourth yo i'll play regular. i'm on pc i'm on pc let's do like it like i said if like i said if anybody out there is listening and wants to- <laughs> <laughs> um and i think they've said on the roadmap they are going to get cross progression because i could see myself yeah. actually getting this on playstation later on maybe on a sale just so i can have like a nice looking version of it um, but I would want like all my unlocks and stuff. To, so that's something to wait for, for me. Totally. Yeah. No, the game's really, really great. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. I really like the, their kind of company, like, I don't know them like going forward with it and the values that they're bringing to game development in general. So like, it's, it's just cool. It's really, really good time. John, I think this I is wait. like a, like a serious game for you. I'm just putting that out there. Like, Actually. I, I really because I you what's the Earth Defense Force it, like it seems it is like not it's, EDF like though it's very different than EDF it is way more like it's way more like a uh, like a Left for Dead or something which you I'm also not, like actually I do like, like the vibes yeah. Starship Troopers I think I think you would really like this game 
the vibe is definitely there. It's the gameplay I don't know if you would bounce off of, but the vibe is for, fully there for sure. Maybe, maybe try it on PC. If you don't like it, just get the Steam refund, you know? Maybe something to consider. Yeah. Maybe, but like, man, so much stuff came out. Like, I'm I'm behind yeah. on stuff. I haven't played the new Prince of Persia yet. Our hey, Zest came out this week. No, hey, we're all behind. I'm just throwing out there. I just, I have a good feeling about this one for you. I just wanted to say that. And I had seen a bunch of people saying like they were having issues connecting to Helldivers when it got first yeah. released. So I've just been kind of like holding off and waiting for that at least to clear up before I start worrying about it. Oh, I will put out a PSA that I heard. I haven't had this problem, but a lot of people were complaining that uh, the game would crash on them or wouldn't be able to connect when they tried to load up. If you load up and you have problems connecting, load up again, watch the full intro cinematic, and then it'll work. Apparently, that's a thing, but I haven't had this I, issue. So I, I haven't had that issue. I had one crash. I never watched the intro cinematic because I'm a I'm a person with a life. Uh, and I need to like move sure. on. <laughs> so so yeah, right. But if that's, if that's fixing the problem for some people, I'm good for them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. Uh, Helldivers is very, very good. That's nice. it. Yes. That's all for me. All right. Uh, I want to quickly touch on Hi-Fi Rush because that was like the top of my. What was that category last year? I promise I'm going to get back to it. I keep telling myself. Yeah. I got back uh-huh. to it and I finished it. I finished it over the weekend. So that's great. Yay. And I just wanted to call Congrats. out that second last stage with the Joy Formidable song. That was awesome. I wasn't like super feeling the whole game. And I think it might have been because it was a bunch of music I just didn't like know, but I knew that Joy Formidable song. So when I was like playing mm. it and I and I was like fighting to the beat of this song I like, it was like everything just clicked. And and that was awesome. Okay. That, that game has just great vibes, great writing. Obviously, the art looks great. I'm glad I finished it up. I just wanted to say that I, I actually did go back and finish the the game. I, I kept saying I was going to all year. Did you like that final boss? Because that was one of the down moments for me. I didn't like I love that song. It's one of my favorite bands. Uh, Perfect Drug by Nine Inch Nails is the final non right. or copyright song or whatever. Uh, but I didn't like that boss fight very much. Uh, it was fine. I set it down to easy because I just oh. I came back to it after so long where I was like, I don't remember how any of this shit works. Just uh, let's just get through sure. it. This has been on my hard drive <laughs> yeah. forever. I keep telling <laughs> yeah, myself yeah, I'm going to play it like I need to get this off my hard drive. So I just said it to easy. So the combat was kind of uh, it was kind of whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't have much of an issue with it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that song, so. It was a bummer that the second last also the second last mission is just is great. It's when you're fighting like the really big one and you get to play as cinnamon for a quick second there. Like, oh, that's a yeah. Great stage. That was easily my favorite one. Yeah, there's some good stuff in that game yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, and OK, I want to talk about a game called Ultros that came out uh, this week that is spelled yeah. U-L-T-R-O-S. Yeah, this game is so it's a Metroidvania, but I think the big thing that differentiates it is the look of it is incredible. Um, If if game visuals are anything of interest to you, you have to look this game up. Like, uh, how would you even describe this, Paul? Like everything is like it's like a neon. um, What were those? What are the what were those old uh, like? like felt velvet like marker you know what i'm talking about these look very day of the dead a little bit yeah yeah sure do you know what i'm talking about though that like 
those old coloring things with like the black felt. Oh, there's like velvet art, velvet paintings. Maybe something like that. I don't know if that maybe that's cluing in someone in this game looks exactly like that. Um, And it's just it has such a striking visual. Uh, I think it's gorgeous. Like pretty much any part of this game is like screenshot worthy. Like it it, it just looks so good and so gross. It reminds me a bit of um, Cocoon where everything is just wet and kind of bug like and gooey like the whole game is just that and you're constantly like attacking stuff and it's just like spraying everywhere and so like it's it's gross it's like a beautiful gross game anyway and so metroidvania um I, i've only put about a couple hours into it this week but i'm 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 loving the art style so i really wanted to call that out and i'm looking forward to play more of that again that's called altros so many Metroidvanias worth playing in the last month. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> yep. It's so crazy. Yep, absolutely. And like another one came out today, right? Isn't Arzette out today? Arzette came out on Tuesday, but yeah. It came out Tuesday? What? Yeah, it's been out for a couple days. God damn it. I haven't heard anybody talk about it, though. Apparently it's really short, which makes sense because of the games it's Thank based God. off of. Thank it's, God. Uh, people are saying three hours. Okay, okay, I'm going to get it and take a look at it. <laughs> Another game, a bunch of games came out this week. I don't know what's going on. Another game this this week that came out was Lisfonga, um, that like time manipulation action game that I talked about from uh, the Summer Game Fest last year that's oh, put out yeah. by um, Quantic Dream, which is still kind of a, a weird mashup. I want to play that a ton, but I just have so much stuff to play right now. Jeez. Like Mario vs. Donkey Kong is tomorrow. Right? Oh so, my god, I forgot yeah. about that shit. I've been looking forward to that, but I don't think I'm going to get to it. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. Games, man. The They're coming games. out. We, we had our break. We had January. We had our break. I I guess. <laughs> I hope you're ready to go. I guess so. Lock in. Uh, let's yeah. do some news. Uh, we'll start off with the big one. The Xbox business update happened today. We talked about this getting announced last week. Um, pretty much everything we expected to happen happened. Um, there, I, there, I kind of think, I think there was like kind of three main takeaways from this one. They, they started it off. Bill Spencer, Matt Booty, Sarah Bond, uh, they start, talked about the cross platform stuff is Xbox games coming to PlayStation coming to switch. They, and yes, they said four games are coming and they did not name what the games are. Um, they said they were so, all games at least a year old. Yeah, they said they're they're yeah at least a year old. They said two of them are live service games. That was kind of about it. So that does kind of line up with like okay, Sea of Thieves live service game, Hi-Fi Rush yeah. year old. There has been some other speculation on what the other two could be. Uh, it seems pretty heavy that it's going to be um, uh, grounded as the other live service game and pentiment oh, yeah. as the other non-live okay. service game so which those okay. are good choices uh, oh absolutely yeah. good choices they um the host there tina me did ask are any of the games starfield or indiana jones because both of those were kind of called out during the rumors and he said no they're not but he would not say what the four games are because he wants those companies to be able to make their announcement when they're planned and have their big like marketing pusher or whatever like that so right not confirmed what the four are but it's kind of people are kind of heavily thinking it's sea of thieves hi-fi rush grounded and pentiment 
Uh, also, it's like no definitely Sea of Thieves, right? Like that's one hundred. The, the ones that are like super probably happening are Sea of Thieves and Hi-Fi Rush because those rumors are right. like everywhere. There was like yeah, logo shirts for Chai in Hi-Fi Rush popping up and stuff. So I, I would be shocked if it wasn't those two. Yeah. Um, Pentiment and Grounded. This is the first time we kind of heard about those ones. But again, none of that was confirmed. Yeah. He would not say what the four were. He And he just said it's not Starfield and Indiana Jones. I'm actually kind of surprised it's not Starfield. Um, yeah, me too. You'd think that would be like like a slam dunk, but maybe they're waiting for like the the one year to kind of pass for that as well. It seems like they're, they're putting some kind of artificial length of time there one one year so maybe starfield could be happening in the future and and he they basically talked about kind of what we all expected like they want to get their games out to as many people as possible they want you know there are more there are more gamers over the on those other consoles that don't have an xbox and we want these developers to be able to get their games out so that's basically the justification about it yeah sure um some of the other news the first uh, Activision Blizzard title is coming to Game Pass in March, and that's going to be Diablo 4. I think they may have Fuck given yeah. a, a specific Woo. date. Uh, March 28th. So Diablo 4 Just will be in put time on for Game another <laughs> disappointing season. Hell yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> um, and then the other kind of last little bit of news is Sarah Bond mentioned that they absolutely are still in the hardware game. They have Mm. plans for hardware this fall, which who knows what that is. Um, They have plans for a next gen hardware and that will, quote, be the largest technical leap you've ever seen in a hardware generation. Okay. I mean, who knows if that's true. This, of course, they're going to hype up their own thing. I mean, it's probably like, yes, it probably is in consoles. (laughs) So that's fair. Maybe to say. I, and Xbox loves being able to say they have the most powerful box. They've done that for the last like couple. They love being able to say that. Um, sure. So who knows? Who knows when that's happening or anything? But so because you know there was a bunch of people speculating like, well, if they're putting their games on PlayStation, are they going to stop doing hardware? That does not seem to be the case for at least another generation. Now, what about all those guys on Twitter that are like, what the fuck, Phil? I got this Xbox tattoo. Like, what am I supposed to do now? And all those people. That was so funny. Holy shit. That that was extremely cringy for sure. Absolutely. Oh, Um, it's so good. Oh, the console wars are back and I love them. It's so dumb. What do you think the hardware this fall is? I'm thinking my theory about like the cloud gaming handheld. I think they might do that. Like a, um, like like strictly cloud gaming. So, uh, but they're doing it on phones. They have such a hard push into phones. Mm. I mean, I'm just saying, like maybe, maybe, yeah, that could be it. It could be that cylinder, new form factor. I don't know. I don't know if it would if Mm. they would do a half step one again. You know, pro consoles or whatever. There's a lot of things it could be. Who knows. Yeah. And then they mentioned they will have a summer showcase again, um, which that's what they did last year. It was the it was the big kind of Starfield push thing. I, the, I, you know, I got to attend that around the same time as Summer Game Fest. So hopefully I get to attend that again. That'll be exciting. Yeah, that was the that was the podcast they put out. Um, over on the PlayStation side, I don't know. Is this I don't know if this is an interview or what exactly it was, but um, 
Let's see. Sony I mean, I, I saw like spreadsheet shots going around. Not not spreadsheet. Uh, PowerPoint shots going around. So I'm wondering if this is actually like some sort of meeting they did. Oh, okay. This does mention. Okay, I see. Yeah, now I'm seeing some some kind of meeting happened. I don't know. Either way, the quote here is uh. Regarding first-party software, we aim to continue to focus on producing high-quality works and developing live-service games, but while major projects are currently under development, we do not plan to release any new major existing franchise titles next next fiscal year, like God of War, Ragnarok, and Marvel Spider-Man. Fiscal year being basically April to March. So What the fuck, Sony? What am I going to do about this tattoo on my back now? Yeah, Stop exactly. getting tattoos! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> It's kind of crazy to think there's not going to be any major first party PlayStation 5 games until April of 2025. Honestly, good. I have too much already. I need to catch up on from last year. Good. Um, <laughs> they need to chill. That's pretty crazy to think about. And like, yeah, what am I supposed to do with my PlayStation? I might as well throw it in the garbage. Yeah, well, actually, what a piece of garbage. You know what? Thank God Xbox is putting some games on the PlayStation because Sony has no <laughs> games. <laughs> um, I wonder if this uh, is also a scenario of it's like, you know, pandemic layoffs. All the major games came out last year and now is where the like delay is happening because yeah. so many people got delay like laid off and we knew this like it was gonna have to be a hole somewhere, right? There have been a few industry like pundits and stuff saying that this was probably going to happen this year. It's like, yeah, 2023 was great for gaming because 2024 is going to be shit, basically, while people catch up and the industry writes itself. We'll um, see. So, yeah, exactly. We'll see. And then, I mean, keep in mind, this is also just like major first party stuff. They're pro they're planning to yeah. have other stuff. I mean, like they're also doing gangbusters with Helldivers. Um, yep, it's basically making like this is the first time Sony's put out one of their uh, exclusives on PC day one, and it's already like changing their mentality about. I love it. That kind of stuff, like so it's doing incredible for them. I think they were even saying it's it did better numbers than like God of War did when it came to Steam and whatnot, and that makes sense because wow. it's it didn't they didn't wait a year. So, yeah, no, for sure. They got everyone. On the, so I would not be surprised if that like, you know, length of time that Sony keeps waiting gets shorter and shorter, if not non-existent. And they start doing day and date on both platforms. And that's why we need Xbox. Sony wouldn't have fucking done that if Xbox didn't have PC Game Pass. There's no way there's no world where Sony releases shit on PC without that competition. That's why sure. I hope Xbox stays around. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. All right. This last news story here is it was kind of interesting. Uh, Square Enix is planning to improve Final Fantasy VII Rebirth's visuals. There's an update coming to the demo that is going to make the game look better. And they planned to also put that update into the game itself. Um, what? Yeah. Okay. So I, what? So it's so it sounds like to me the demo had to get like locked in before they like fully finished the uh, I think it's specifically the performance mode. And now that they've put had more time to to work on it, they can update and make the performance mode in the demo and the main game look better. Um, and they've scheduled that update for the 21st. So if you haven't played the demo yet, maybe wait like a week and it'll it'll be a better looking demo. Did it look bad? Like, I don't I don't know. I didn't play it. I was playing it in. What was I playing it in quality? 
because uh, I wanted full 4K. I didn't think it looked like particularly great, but it was also just like a lot of rocks I was looking at because oh. of where you like are. Um, uh-huh. So and then and then I spent the second half of the demo on the the portal. So I switched it over to quality because I'm not getting 4K there anyways. Um, and I, you know, I thought that I thought that looked fine. But hey, if they're going to make it look better. Great. I will happily take a better looking performance mode any day. So that's great. <clears throat> sure. I just didn't know it looked bad ever. Nobody. I, I didn't. didn't see I don't anything. know if I'd say bad. I was just. Uh, I, I. I was disappointed. I might say I was I was expecting more. Oh, Maybe because okay. I just remember the last one looking better. But I don't know. Maybe that's just. Me, okay. Though. Who knows? Fair enough. All right. That's news. Let's do some questions. If people want to send questions into the show, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel or John's P.O. Box. And this first one comes in from Hebrew Lantern, who writes, you meet your 18 year old self and you're allowed to give yourself one piece of advice, but it has to be a Simpsons reference. A Simpsons reference. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to look up like Simpsons quotes. (laughs) I I just don't think I have enough on the top of my head. I'm trying to think of the Simpsons Simpsons guy. What are you saying to eight? I know, but the problem is I'm thinking of like the stupid one liners or like advice. Like, I guess there's not really advice. (laughs) Yeah. I would say that's like the only advice thing I can think of. (laughs) I just think they're neat. (laughs) You're you're at the 18 year old self. Eat my shorts. What? Did you just what? <laughs> yeah, never try. That's uh, the lesson is never try. That's what I would tell myself. Only see these quotes. I don't even remember these. There's only one thing to do at a moment like this. Strut. Yeah, some of them just won't make sense without some sort of context, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, for one, welcome our new insect overlords. Lisa, just because I don't care doesn't mean I don't understand. (laughs) Trying is the first step towards failure. The key to parenting is don't overthink it because overthinking leads to... uh, What were we talking about? Okay, here's here's a good one. Here we go. Weaseling out of things is important to learn. It's what separates us from the animals, except the weasel. (laughs) That's pretty good. Oh, no. Perfect one. If you don't like your job, you don't go on strike. You just go in every day and do it really half-assed. That's the American way. That's that's pretty good. That's a that is that's pretty, pretty good. good. That's a pretty good yeah. one. Um, how about Lisa? This never ever stop in the middle of a hoedown. <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. Democracy simply doesn't work. Yep, that's a good one too. You I'll don't win with friends a, with salad. There that's we go. what yeah, I was uh, literally salad. just about to say. That's the one I'll go with. <laughs> This is the worst day of my life. The worst day of your life so far. So far. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's a good one. Loneliness and cheeseburgers are a dangerous mix. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. All right. Dad writes, you get free games for life, but 10% of every game will be either out mm-hmm. of order with the option once to re- once you reach it to skip that 10% entirely. However, you get the choice of the red pill knowing which 10% of the game will be placed right before you purchase the game. Example, the box says the opening 10% is now right before the final boss or the blue pill where 
the remix makes sense in your brain and you'd only know otherwise if you looked up how it was supposed to be. Green Pill is not accepting this deal. Which do you take? What? <laughs> I guess the blue pill, like, y- you wouldn't experience anything negative because it's making sense in your head, right? Yeah, but it would make talking about them on a video game podcast pretty awkward. <laughs> yeah, like, unless you talk to someone else about it, like, specifics, and they they point out, like, yeah, oh, no, that true. was supposed to happen, like, two hours before yeah. Part of uh, me, like, I'll take the green pill. I'm not going to accept this deal. I don't I don't care about free games. Part of me, yeah, wants to just kind of like not accept the deal, but I'm, free games for life would save me like a lot of money. So it might be like yeah. financially like irresponsible of me to take the green pill. <laughs> I mean, you could just stop playing buying games <laughs> if you really care. Yeah, but I mean that's but that's not like, how that, that works, Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not even an option. That's not one of the pills. <laughs> There's I, definitely a pill where you can stop buying stuff. I almost I think, think I like d- the the red pill's not that big a deal. Like knowing yeah. where it yeah. would be. Yeah, I think you take the 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 red pill because then you can also just head, look it all up like, on YouTube oh. and be like, okay, so here's the part where I was supposed to see it. Okay. I just know I wouldn't take the blue one because I like talking about games and it would make conversations just the fucking worst. Because <laughs> I would yeah, find out I, anyways after when i'm talking yeah i guess at least with the 10 you can then be like okay wait no this was supposed to happen at the beginning okay problem solved like (laughs) mixing all three pills up grinding and snorting them (laughs) 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 it's a good answer all right phantom a just writes in and says ahoy tdp crew bad news you're being hunted down by a monster for one day (laughs) that's pretty bad However, you are allowed to do anything necessary to protect yourself. If you survive the 24 hours, any crime you commit to save your life will not be in your records. Now choose which monster you have to defend yourself from. You have the choice between the T-800 or the Predator. What the fuck? Oh my god, what? (laughs) Okay, wait. Is the T-800 the one that's... Which one is that one? That's Arnold. It's uh, Tom. Okay, so that's the main one. Okay, for some reason I thought that was like the T-1. T-1000 is the liquid metal one. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. T-800 or Predator. So the Predator can't see you if you cover yourself in mud, right? Well, yeah, so I would choose the Predator and, like, chill in a cooler or something with a TV for 24 hours. I don't know. Can Is that possible, though? Well, I, would, like, would you die? Because uh, you can't bring, like, a blanket in there. You, you have to let your core body temperature go down, right? So it can't see you. Can you go down enough that you just like hibernate? <laughs> Is that a thing humans can do? Or <laughs> are you trying to put yourself die? in a fucking cryogenic freeze to avoid the predator for one day? Are uh, you a bear? Dude, if the predator's after me, yes, one hundred percent, freeze me. I do not want to. If he's gonna kill me, I want to be frozen and just like instantly dead. I don't want to feel that. <laughs> I think T eight hundred's the bad choice because I don't know what you could possibly do in our like capabilities to escape them you'd have to run it would just you'd be running for 24 hours for, for 24 well, I, hours I th- yeah i think you're running in both scenarios but i mean at least with the predator you could do the mud trick but uh, like yeah. t800 tends to 
go off of, you know, traditional, like, it, it won't, like, f- fly towards you. It doesn't think to use a spaceship. It might steal, like, a chopper or something, but, like, yeah, it's going to otherwise follow, like, what a human can do. Just and it has to strength. use weapons, like, base or, like, if it's never going to get Unless you get you. right next to you, yeah. 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 Well, it, it's going to walk, right? Like, well, so, like, if I jump on a plane and go halfway around the world, who's going to have a harder time getting to me? Predator's got like fucking jetpacks and shit and and spaceships. So like I'd be spaceship, more worried about Predator. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Fight Arnold, get on a 24-hour cruise. Oh, I don't I think the cruise is like the thing you would see in a movie where it's like this will be fine and then like it walks on like the bottom of the ocean and then No, just, like, it just takes a, it just gets a boat. It just steals a boat. Gets a, and you're trapped because yeah. you can't escape and it's like yeah. I think you'd try and get on like the longest flight you can. And then as soon as you get off, you hop on the next one. Like you just buy the plane tickets and it's like, my layover is going to be 30 minutes and you just like. So the thing I'm worried about though, is that he literally just goes to any army base, kills anyone that gets in his way, gets into a fighter jet and shoots your plane down. Yeah. Because the problem with the T-800 is that it is basically actually unstoppable outside of like in any ordinary means that we have. Where the Predator you could kill if like theoretically you were the biggest badass in the world. I was going to say, I don't think any either (laughs) any of us are killing the Predator in this scenario. It is simply about outlasting this 24 hour. I don't even I don't even know who you could hire to even try like. I don't even have a connection to somebody that would be able to do it. Like, I don't know, man. This is the worst. <laughs> All I can think is like the the body temperature trick is like my best bet. Uh huh. All I can think because it seems like the T eight hundred doesn't have a weakness. Yeah, you would have to melt them. I mean, he dies by getting like crushed by pneumatic like press in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I could set That's that true. up. That seems so hard to set up compared to. It is very hard to set up. Yeah. I don't even know where I would go to do that. I think I would choose the T-800 mainly because at least I would be able to see him as he's on my tail. Like the predator being able to go invisible is just way sure. too scary to me. That would stress me out way too much. I think regardless, you're going to be stressed out way too much for 24 hours. There's no way of getting around that. Well, of course, because the plan is they're yeah. trying to kill you. Yeah. Like if you're trying to find which one is less stressful, n- none of them are less stressful. Like you're hitting. I think the T-800 stress. is much less, much less stressful. Although there is something to be said about just dying. Like if the predator's <laughs> invis- like you just you don't think the predator's around and he just kills you and you're instantly dead. Maybe that is the better way, the way to, to win go, is to not than, play the game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> rather than see the T-800 slowly walk up to you and just know that you're screwed. Maybe it's better to just not see it coming. <laughs> Fuck. Why is there always something bad happening to us? Because <laughs> yeah, we run well, a that's podcast. We, that's just what happens. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah, okay, I, Silver Knight writes, what is your favorite game you've never played and or never want to play? <laughs> um, 
But you just heard about it so much where you're just like, this sounds incredible, but I've never touched it. I'm going to give it to Disco Elysium. <laughs> yeah, I might actually do the same. But I want to play it. It's it's Otherwise, and or yeah. like I want to play it too. So it's not that I'm ne- it's not that I'm never going to. It, it's that yeah. I never have played it. I was gonna say Final Fantasy fourteen, but I've played that, so that doesn't work. <laughs> sure, yeah. Sure. Favorite game you've never played? Yeah, Disco Elysium. It sounds really good for that answer. What about never want to play? Your, what's your favorite game you've never played and never want to play? Because that. Okay. Oh, so I agree. Okay. Yeah, sure. That's great for you. Actually, Which one did you say? Baldur's Gate 3. Baldur's Gate 3. Okay. But you have played it, though. Yeah, I have played it, though. But um, I never want to play it. Oh, it counts. I'll count it. Okay. Mine that I've, I've never played and I never want to play it because it, it, I understand it's scary is Half-Life Alex. Ah. Oh. Sure. Never, pl- never played and never want to. Mm. I don't actually know the answer to this. So I want to play something I usually play just a bit of it, at least. Yeah, I don't have a great answer for both of them. I think Disco Elysium is when you said that, I was like, yeah, that's definitely a game I'm pretty sure I would absolutely love, but I haven't played. I had it oh, installed yeah. for so long. I'll get to it yeah. one day. Zering writes, with all the rumors of Xbox potentially going the way of Sega, it got me thinking. Do you think at some point in the near future, Microsoft could license out the Xbox brand for a line of gaming PCs instead of continuing to make consoles? Would this be a viable business move on their part, in your opinions? We kind of talked about this last week where I was saying, like, maybe they just start making, like, Steam boxes, essentially. Just, like, a little PC that yeah, runs that would work. stuff natively. That worked pretty good, honestly. Well, Hell, Sega kind of does that with their mini consoles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the current consoles are basically just PCs with like a UI put on top of it, but like, like an Xbox branded PC. I don't know. They're already like on everything that has Microsoft. So I don't really see them needing to do that. Like, I I don't know why anyone would go out of the, I guess. So this, in this scenario that there wouldn't be a console. Well, in this scenario, like Dell could buy the license to make an Xbox PC is what they're saying. Right. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm just saying like, why would you go out of your way and get an Xbox PC? You know, if you, if there's an Xbox, but I guess in this scenario, the Xbox console doesn't exist. So it's like, I want, I want my like really Xbox focused one. I mean, I, maybe people are kind of making their own like steam deck equivalents. Right. But Yeah. I feel like yeah, if they were going to do it, they would have already done it. Like, I'm surprised we never had an Xbox branded PC. <clears throat> yeah, considering Microsoft makes PCs, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like- like, they could have done that like a while ago. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
I think it's me. Shane yep. writes in and says, I was informed the 3DS becomes a teenager this month. What are some of your favorite 3DS gaming memories? 3D Picross, 100%. 3D Picross. Okay. Uh, Mine's probably the existence of uh, Professor Layton Cross Ace Attorney. What a, what a great mm. mashup. Like, holy smokes. That's just perfect. I remember liking Super Mario 3D Land. I literally don't remember half the stuff I played on the damn 3DS. So now I'm clicking through to see what I've actually Mario played. Mario Kart 7 is a fantastic Mario Kart. Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. Fucking awesome. What a great game. Shantae and the Pirate's Curse was on there. The Ambassador Program. That was, was, yeah wow it was, was like weird but it's like those are some great like game boy games that they gave me for buying this at launch i really liked in 3d land when it used the 3d to do like cool perspective puzzle stuff in like some oh. of those pipes and stuff i have i have the right answer and i can't believe none of us said it it's street passing oh yeah that would actually be it that's the street best passing. thing about the 3ds like holy smokes that was the best part of going to cons, honestly. Yeah, that was such a passion in your 3DS. Yeah, and just that doesn't exist anymore. Or when they would yeah. like spot pass you like Miyamoto's me. <laughs> and he's got like gold pants or whatever for some reason. God, so good weird. shit. Also, uh, Mutant Muds. That was a good game. Oh, Mutant okay. Muds was fun. But that, that at least got yeah. off the 3DS. Yeah. Uh Three, yeah, I forgot about the, the one I played a lot was Dead or Alive Dimension, so it was finally Portable Dead or Alive, which was super fun to play. Oh, interesting. Okay. Kirby Planet Robobot was fun. Link Between Worlds is a great Zelda. Link Between Worlds, yep. yeah. I think it was. Yeah, good times. VGC Kenny writes, I was in my local game store with my friends and looking at PS2 games. The PS2, while having a bunch of great games, is also known for having just a bunch of shovelware. Picked up what I suspected could be shovelware as a joke, but after looking at it, I was intrigued. It's a snowboarding game called Dark Summit. And I was like, oh, that seems no. so yeah. generic as a name. But looking at the back tells you it's a game where the military closed off a mountain and you sneak on to unravel the conspiracy, which sounds awesome. That game's awesome. It is awesome. That game's great. <laughs> I looked it up and it has a 71 on Metacritic and ended up buying it. What games did you initially write off but eventually won you over? Pacross, because I didn't get it as a kid and then okay. later on ended up falling in love with it. Nice. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mass Effect 1. So I, I played that, did not care for it. Played 2, loved it, went back and played 1. Pizza so listen, this, this game isn't great. <laughs> But I've ended up falling in love with it eventually. Bullet Witch. <laughs> oh my god! What? Wow, oh god, that, that game I is real that... fun when you put up with its bullshit. <laughs> I I have a copy. I don't know why I have a copy, but that game sucks. No, that game's totally okay. <laughs> Gears of War was another similar one. Played the first one, didn't like it. Played the second one, loved it. Went back and played the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Suku Suku writes, video games based on board games. 
How do you feel about them? Does the convenience beat the physical aspect of playing in person? Are there any you feel offer a better experience? Monopoly is like the only game I prefer to play as a board as a video game over a board game because I don't want to fucking have to keep doing math. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird because I like the convenience so much about we could play like a tabletop game right now, even in tabletop sim, like the three of us, if we wanted to, without having to fly across a country or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something about like, say, Monopoly, right? You can't cheat or make up your own rules like you are very strictly bound. Like there's no house rules when you have a video game version I usually okay. of something. Yeah. And I kind of like that aspect of playing in person when you can just like make shit up or just like that interaction part. I like I rarely do it, play the the video game version of it. I think in the past, like Catan and Carcassonne, just because I like I knew those games so well. So that worked out. But I feel like if I have the board game or access to the board game, I'm like nine times out of ten. I want to just play the actual board game of it and because it, it like. It's like a different pleasure sensor of my head. It's like, no, I like the tactile, right. like being around the big table with people and joking and I like, you know, using the cards. Like it's a different activity. Like I, I don't, I'm, it's not like I just need to play a game about land management. It's like, no, right, right now I'm in a board game mood or I'm in a card game mood. Right now I'm in a video game mood. So they're almost just like separate and I just kind of keep them separate. Right. All right, that leaves us with the last one here from Hayes Hero EX. Was your game of the year 2023 better than the one from 2022? In case you need a reminder for what y'all picked, John picked Infernax in 22 and Armor Core 6 for 23. Paul picked Elden Ring in 22 versus Baldur Gate 3 in 23. And Sean picked Elden Ring in 22 versus Alan Wake 2 in 23. Ah. they're too they're too different they're way too different to be able to make yeah same with mine definitely i'm not making that choice okay i'll i won't be a coward i'll make that choice elden ring is better okay yeah i mean that's just objectively right with your choices so that makes sense (laughs) okay so like mine (laughs) mine's fine but you can't figure it out yeah, because mine I'm, are both masterpieces, so it's I'm, hard. I'm picking from a 2D Metroidvania and a 3D mech battler, so I'm just like, eh, I mean, my games are different whenever. too. You're like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing the assignment. Yeah, someone asked one's me the good question. And one's I bad. The question. Well, not bad. <laughs> I like Alan Wake too. Um, I, if I had to yeah. choose, I'd probably like Elden Ring more, just as a game in general. So okay. I would probably choose that. John, you have to pick. I really, really like Infernax. Okay. Yeah. I think I got to say Armored Core 6. Oh, you're picking Armored Core 6. So Infernax sucks is what you're saying. No, Infernax does not suck. It's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I couldn't answer this damn question. Yeah. All right. If people want to send in questions for next week, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO Box. What is your game of the week? Helldivers. Adam's Family Values. Mine is also Helldivers, too. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.